Uh, what is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Hard Rock Lunchbox. It's Thursday again, just afternoon, because why Why do things on time? I don't, I don't know. Um, what's up, everybody? How's everybody doing? Everything good? whole world is kind of interesting. I'm going to just apologize right now for my viewers. Let's be honest. My viewer of the top 20, like, for just how terrible I look. I have a crushing headache that has been, like, creeping up my neck all day. And it is now making me very squinty. And I want to say it's contributing to my overall appearance. It's probably not, but... I, I got to tell you, man, I just, I don't know how many more shows these I can start by apologizing for simply the way I am existing. So, but um, there doesn't appear to be any end in sight for all of these things. I, I will, I can absolutely admit I have not been doing anything uh, really to rectify that situation over the past week. I hurt my back like an old man on Saturday. I don't even know what I did, which is what the old man part is about, like, Back in the day, I used to be able to, like, oh, yeah, that, that hurt my back. But I hurt my back really bad and then continued to sleep wrong. And then I was, like, standing wrong at work. It's just, like, I, I don't know. So it was really sort of debilitating. And I just wasn't waking up early enough because I wasn't um, sleeping well. And I just, I didn't even get to, like, I think I hit the treadmill maybe once this week, which, like, you know, a body like this should be on the treadmill eight out of the seven days a week. Probably if I want to make any, uh, if I want to make any. Um, real headway, but I'm just I'm just not. And you know, the back pain was definitely part of it. I actually did a video shoot. Um, yeah, I'm a Sports Illustrated uh, swimsuit model. Nope. Uh, no takers, no believers. Smart, smart. I've raised a smart audience. Thank you. This is for you guys. Truly. Um, no, we did a video shoot. For um, for dirty deeds done dirt cheap, the after hour. Oh, I have a lot to say about the after hours review. Something, some some good, some good that actually came out of the bad that I was talking about last week. Um, I'll try and squeeze. All, I have a lot for the top twenty. I don't know if you want to strap in. It might be more of like a top twenty-seven or a top fifty. I don't know. <laughs> yes, we're gonna get to the Russian too. Um. Where was I? We did a video shoot on Saturday for um, for Dirty Deeds. Uh, the After Hours Review is looking for, to do some live promotion. So they invited, I don't know if they invited all the bands or just some of the bands down to just do live uh, performing of the video. So we went down to this place in uh, Levittown, banged out. You know, we set all our stuff up. Nice room, nice stage, set all our stuff up, banged out uh, Dirty Deeds like three times. Uh, they got what they wanted, I think, and then we just, uh, you know, bounced out. So we did we did, did some good work. Uh, I thought the band actually did really well, uh, considering it was like, I think it was like at 2 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. Not exactly our prime time. Um, I, I was not warmed. Like, I would never open with Dirty Deeds. It's just, you know, it's a little, like the way I like to sing it, I like to pitch it a little higher in my, in the back of my throat, phrasing. And, um, you know, I just... 
I usually warm up with something else. So I, I did okay, like for the first ones, but like by the second and third one, I think I was really nailing it vocally. I will say I am just still stunningly out of shape for live performance. And like, I, I expect a lot of you are going to be coming to the March 12th show and even the April 1st show. And, uh, you know, if it looks like I'm taking more of a kind of Chevelle approach to just sort of performing and more concentrating on my performance uh, as a uh, audio performance as opposed to my visual performance, it's because I am uh, like it, I'm thinking that that is much more important than seeing me just sort of bounce around on stage. I have an entire band and they are completely allowed and encouraged to be more of a visual thing for you but I think until I can drop about about 80 pounds like and I'm not that's not hyperbole like that's the number I'm shooting for uh, until I can drop about like 80 pounds I just I don't think I'm going to be able to do that and perform worth a shit at all uh, so that's what you can expect but like you know I'm still going to be engaged like I'd rather be engaged with the audience and perform well than um, you know look like Flyleaf in their 20s like it's just that's just that's just that's just me. That's how it is. Uh, but yeah, we did the video, and I was actually, you know, the band I thought played really well. I think we looked well. I'm always, I'm always so impressed with my band about how professional, like we we carry ourselves, even when we're not being professional. Like this was a very casual gig. It wasn't a show. So, but we treated it like a show. Like that was the mindset, and we set up our gear and like got everything done. Like everybody's handling what needs to get handled, and if something isn't being handled yet, somebody's up to handle it. Like it's it's nice to know that like on our worst day, our work ethic as a live band is still is still really good. So like, give it up to my boys. Like, good job, guys. Um, but that that was cool. And then we we did the thing, and everybody was like really nice and cool, and like everyone was just down to like do the work. And it's like, what do you need? Like, I just need this. Like, what do we need? Nope. We got everything like that was awesome and and i love those situations and the only downside of it honestly is that i saw like some footage and pictures of it from the situation and if if i could get fatter like i would be surprised and i know that sounds silly and everyone's got their COVID 20 or whatever like i am just so just disgusted and distraught and and like cannot get a handle on this this weight issue. It's, it's the heaviest I've ever been. I, I don't have anything that's currently super working to bring down the weight. I don't have anything that's super working to bring down the stress. I mean, I have I have ideas and things, and my follow through is okay, but my um, my maintenance is isn't good. My life just doesn't allow very much for the maintenance of you know all these things. Like I said, like I really was hitting a nice groove. I was like getting up early, hitting the treadmill, doing like a light workout three to four times a week. And I was doing okay for about three weeks. And then I kind of like fell a little under the weather with the, with the back thing and then not sleeping and stuff like, and every, anybody that doesn't sleep knows like that really, it ruins your whole day, right? Like if you don't sleep well, like you're in a fog the entire day, you're, you're catching up. You're like, you're chasing the caffeine monkey (laughs) all day long, just trying to get a little better. Like that's just, you know, I'm not immune to that. I'm just like everybody else. Like I'm, so I'm having those problems, and then I work like a nine, ten-hour day, and it's just like I think about like trying to just in the middle of the day, like let's just you know hit the treadmill for 20 minutes or something. Like <clears throat> I just did like eight arm curls in each arm just before the show, and not that I was like cool. Now I'm all swole, but like at least I did something, and I'm trying to at least keep that mindset because man, I am losing this battle, and I am not able to stem this particular tide, and I just you know. I mean, the last time I, I spoke kind of like 
psychologically about it to anybody. It really was like, well, you got to change your entire uh, outlook on life and basically just change your entire life around so you have less stress. And that seems really not all that doable. <laughs> change everything you are, everything you do, and everything about you. Like, oh, that seems... That seems much easier, you know. I just, I get burdened with the fact that once I drop below like 1,500 calories for the day, my body goes into starvation mode and I gain weight. Like I documented it several times. It's really, really frustrating because like if you're going to do something as dramatic as heavily, heavily diet, like you feel like the least you could do is be rewarded for that with actually losing weight, but my body hits starvation mode. It has something to do with some genetics uh, and, and some SNPs in my system and stuff like that, which I find super awesome. It's awesome. It's going to take a whole lot of reprogramming. And anyway, I feel like I've just bitched about that for nine minutes, and I had absolutely no reason to talk about that. Uh, the Top 20, the brand new Top 20 is out today. It is my vindication where I basically defeat YouTube. Yeah, just all by myself. Totally put them on top of the Google Empire. It's no big, no big. Yeah, you should check that out. I have not checked it out yet. I've been full, full on all day, so I will check that out. Please leave any comments you have, and I will answer them as soon as I can get to it. Uh, but that's... Um, that's that's a big deal. It's a big deal for me. It was kind of like validation that I was right, uh, that it was worth fighting for, and of course validation that the top twenty will at least go on for at least a little bit longer until people are just really not watching it, and then I'll just I'll just stop doing it. But like hopefully I can hopefully I can keep this product out and people can continue to enjoy it. Um, the full interview on Bacon is my podcast uh, with Weather State came out this week. That was Monday. I would check that out. Uh, they have seven questions with Jacques Lamore, Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast. They've been doing a lot of pop punk and pizza related stuff on Bacon, which, you know, pizza is not my podcast, but Bacon is my podcast. Maybe we should... It's, you know, maybe I think the original idea was to keep it more bacon related, but you know, pizza can be people's bacon if you uh, swing it as such. So it's nice to see the boys branching out. Um, something, 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 something. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, big show, March twelfth at the Village Pub. It's going to be us, Craving Strange, and something heavy. It's going to be, I think, the first sort of sandbox kind of show of the year. Uh, and they have been few and far between, so I would try and make that. We are also going to be at Stereo Garden on April 1st. Uh, it's funny. We signed up for an entirely different show, and then they basically said, okay, this show's all set, and it was all different bands. And, like, that kind of worked out for me because, I mean, I'm not big into supporting, like, tribute bands and stuff like that, but I always give tribute bands more of a pass than I do... Um, then I do cover bands just in general, so Osmosis is definitely something to see. They do a really good job. But also, I was really super happy to see that Pathmaker was on the bill with us because I have not seen Pathmaker in quite a while. So, And now I get to see him for free. But if you need tickets, hit me up for them. We are currently doing uh, $15 each because that's the ticket price. Uh, but we're doing two for 25 So hit me up, message me for tickets, and I'll mail them out. We've got over a month. So if you want them, just like I said, just hit me up. I'll mail them out to you. Uh, otherwise, we'll just start doing the stuff like on online. Online, I'll probably set that up this week, where you can just buy them online and stuff. But like I said, tickets are in. I've already sent a few out, so if you want them, get them. Uh, I actually don't have all that many tickets. We've only got thirty tickets for this show. We will absolutely sell out of those. So um, I don't want to say get your orders in, but get your orders in, stuff like that. And of course, March twelfth, Village Pub. There are no tickets. Just uh, at the door. 
Uh, just show up, pay. I think it's a $10 admission. Don't forget, it's a cash bar. I know that's kind of inconvenient for some people, but there is an ATM, and I'm sure it's only like a $7 million service fee. But bring cash, and and, and you'll do better for that. So, um, despite talking and talking and talking, and this headache is getting worse, I really didn't have all that much to talk about. Um, I was going to talk about, um, what's your name? Not Kalina. Um, the Russian skater. Uh, actually, two Russian, two skaters. Nathan Chen, who's an American skater, who did something absolutely remarkable at the Olympics. He did, he, he you know, did these double quad jumps, which apparently has never been done. Uh, and the uh, and the Russian uh, skater who did the was it double triple or maybe the quad or I forget exactly what it was. Um, sorry, I'm just I'm having this pain like right here in the temple, and it's just like starting to shut down the entire rest of the brain. Um, but anyway, I was going to talk about that kind of stuff because it's really just unfortunate what's going on uh, with the Russians and why the Russians are pulling this shit. And there's no doubt that she's taking a banned substance and should be banned, but they blah, blah, blah. But something actually came up today that actually really kind of, really, really kind of bothered me. And I, I don't. Like okay, so on Instagram, like I I follow Instagram. I, I try and support all my all my friends' projects and stuff like that. Um, you know, and I I try and like everything. I, I think that's the right way to still help. If I'm wrong, like feel free to let me know. Like what the best way is to do stuff. I try and share stuff when I get a chance. But I can always you know like or you know emoji something and stuff like that. But I primarily these days I'm using Instagram basically basically to keep up with all my friends at their various zoos. By the way. <laughs> And if you have not checked out Fiona at the Cincinnati Zoo, you are missing out. Uh, my family got me a Fiona stuffed animal for my birthday, which was really nice. I should have brought it down. Fiona could be my co-host. Maybe next week I'll try to remember to do that. Uh, but, yeah, Fiona, Fiona's dope. Um, but anyway, so I kind of watch all that, and I just sort of check in like maybe once or twice a day. Uh, one, of the, uh, one of the things I follow is I follow News 12. I don't have News 12 anymore because I shifted over to... Um, YouTube TV, and if you ever want like a recommendation, like I think YouTube TV currently is like the best deal out there. Um, and if you ever want some information, like I'm, I'm not a wealth of it, but I do know how it works really well for me and my family, and and I can tell you, you know, what the shortcomings of it are. But like, I, don't, I can't imagine ever going back to cable TV uh, after after the, I just I can't even imagine. Uh, so I watch a lot of that, but because of that, I don't have News 12, and sometimes I like to watch News 12 to see what's going on locally. Not a lot of people are talking about shit that's going on in Suffolk county for a reason but i do live here so sometimes i kind of want to know what's going on so i follow the news 12 feed and um i i've said it before like sometimes whenever they do the political stuff like it's really it's telling to start reading like some of the comments and stuff like because whenever they post like any sort of trump stuff you just see like how trump heavy a lot of long island is and it's like really disturbing like not that they're trump heavy but like what they actually have to say about things like it's just Kind of, kind of bananas. Uh, but anyway, so today there was a post, and it's 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 a News 12 post, but I think it's a Bridgeport, Bridgewater. Oh, it's Bridgewater. I thought it was Bridgeport, Bridgewater. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, it's in a Bridgewater mall, Bridgewater Commons mall, and it was video. It was actually a video between two. It looks like teenagers, right? Um, they blur it out a little bit, but you can definitely make out what's going on. So like. Anybody that's gotten to high school has probably seen a high school level fight. Like it just always starts with some like tough talk, and then usually a shove, and then punches. Right. So, it, none of that was particularly surprising. Um, I will say before I get into actually what I'm going to talk about, I I find the most disgusting and obnoxious and annoying part 
of all of this is the fact that while this is going on, people are just filming it. Like, dude, like, either put your phone down and be in the moment or try and stop it. Like, there's really no reason for physical violence inside a mall or a school or a street corner. Like, they had that shit in Long Beach, like, not too long ago, or Island Park, where that kid died. Like, and people filmed a, a street fight. Like, stop. Like, we don't need to be killing each other on the streets. Yes, I agree. We have 8 billion people, and I could definitely check, uh, check off a whole bunches of dozens of people that should be on the, you know, DNR or at least remove list and stuff like that. But, like, seriously, beating somebody up, it's not a spectacle. Like, that's the shit the Romans did with the gladiators. And for everything that the Romans gave us, like, we look down upon that. We still, to this day, look down in disgust on the culture of the Romans and they would just allow, like, lions to, you know, fight gladiators and people would kill and eat slaves. Like, we are, we as a people are disgusted disgusted by that and we should be the humanity the 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 depravity and 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 the horrible levels of inhumanity that people reach you still shock the conscience conscience and shock my conscience all the time i find it just reprehensible and really really disgusting that these kind of people exist like i understand fights happen battles happen and stuff like that but to sit around and film it like it's your entertainment honestly makes you the asshole so i'm sorry if anybody in my listening audience is one of those people but i would like you to hear me that what you're doing is you are ruining society it is a disgusting display of inhumanity to do that yes if you're trying to capture something for in order to turn it over to police later, I'll give you an exception for that. But that is never why people are like, oh, let me get my phone out. Let me film this. This is cool. This is funny. Like, yeah, you see a peacock on the side of Northern State Parkway, definitely get footage of it. You see two teenagers fighting each other in the mall. Why don't you try and be a decent human being and stop it or get somebody to stop it if you're too much of a pussy to do it. But still. 18 minutes into this top 20 or however long it's been, and I still haven't gotten to the point of what I'm trying to say. So if you watch the video, and I strongly recommend you watch it, although it it did leave me very, very uneasy. It was very disturbing for me, and I'm going to read to you what happened just in the description uh, because I can't show you the video. First of all, it's not my video. Second of all, it's on my phone, which I am currently using to record. So it's amazing that I actually got that to happen. So anyway... Here's the thing. Uh, here's the blurb that goes with it. Um, there are calls. There are calls for two Bridgewater police officers to be fired for their handling of a fight at the Bridgewater Commons Mall that was caught on video. The video appears to show the officers treating two teenagers very differently following a confrontation, leading some to claim racial bias in policing. There's absolutely racial bias. Like when you see the video, you're going to be like, "Holy shit, really?" Like, like it was shocking. Again, just. Anyway. All right. Two younger teens are seen in an argument that then turns physical. Like I said, there's definitely some taunting, then a shove, and then they go. Then comes around the punch, all that other stuff. Uh, one of the teens is black, and the other has lighter skin and is believed to be Latino. By the way, that sentence is hella funny anyway. They are seen arguing, pointing fingers, pushing, and then punching each other. I just, I just said that. Sorry. Two police officers rush in. Kind of. Not really. Two police officers rush in and break up the fight. The lighter-skinned teen is pulled off the black teen and allowed to sit on a nearby couch. The lighter-skinned teen was winning this fight because the black kid was on the ground. The officers then appear to force the black teen... Appear! Holy sh... The officers absolutely force the black teen face down on the ground and cuff him from behind his back. 
or cuff him behind his back. One officer even appears to place her knee on the teen's neck. I didn't see that part. The lighter-skinned teen is never put in handcuffs, even though at one point he appears to think he might be. And both teens were not seriously injured, but many people are outraged over the incident, calling it a case of clear racial bias by law enforcement. And honestly, shame on you, News 12, for hashtagging... Can you see that? Probably not. Hashtagging... Where are we? Hashtagging racial bias. Don't do that. That, that, Don't do that. Just do the news. Do your job. So if you check out the video, they literally rush in. They kind of push the whiter kid to the side. And while the black kid, who was losing this fight, is on the ground, they flip him over and they cuff him face down. They cuff him behind his back. Two of the two of the two people doing the exact same thing in the exact same place in the exact same situation, except the one that's actually clearly not the aggressor at this moment when they rush in is the one on the ground being arrested by the cop or being handcuffed by the cops. And if you don't think that that's a racial bias, then you don't know what racial bias means. Like that's literally like why on earth would you just pick one of the kids and cuff them? Why on earth would you do that? If you were, like, blind to it or they were two white kids, you'd probably push them aside. Two black kids, I could see you can handcuff them both. But, and, and what I just said is filled with racial bias. But this gives you a definite, delineated, clear picture of what the difference is. These are two kids being assholes in a mall, and only one of them ended up in cuffs. And this is Bridgewater. Like, this is not... The Deep South, this is not the racist, you know, Northwest, Middle Northwest, you know. Like, people talk about, like, how racism doesn't exist and bias doesn't exist in the police. That's ridiculous. And there's proof. And, yes, you're going to go, bad apple, bad apple. Yeah, I got it. I get all of that. And I also understand that in certain cities and in certain towns and in certain areas... Yeah, there's going to be criminal activity. Like, if you're in an Asian gang area, you'd probably be a little bit more concerned about, like, what Asians are doing in that area. If you're in a black gang area, same exact thing. Like, I understand why biases exist, and I understand why people use judging books by their cover uh, to to better assimilate a situation, better evaluate a situation, because you need to. In this, we have been evolutionarily trained to do those things. Bridgewater, you take a nice, simple sort of little town like Bridgewater, two kids doing the exact same thing. One's just a little bit darker, and he's the one in cuffs. And I got to tell you, if you don't think this stuff happens every week, you are mistaken. We just happen to catch it on video, and this is just a super egregious example. There is no way these cops are not going to get fired or at least punished for it. There is no way because of the public outrage. But the reason these guys are going to get it is because... They're going to be the scapegoats for this because they did something that probably any of those cops would do. Not every, but any. Any of those cops could do because that's the culture. And that's that's the problem. And I'm not saying that police are bad because they're not. I'm saying police are human. I'm saying police are made out of the population at large. And if you think the population at large isn't a little bit racist or a little bit biased, you really haven't been paying attention. That's what most of last summer was about, and most people just blew it off. It's not just about police violence and police brutality. It's about systemic bias and systemic racism. What everybody thinks, how everybody thinks, how society and economics treat different classes. This is a big deal. And now we got it on, on tape. 
On a lighter note, and probably the greatest thing on the internet today, is uh, a Finnish cross-country, not finished as in finished, Finnish as in from Finland, won the gold medal in the cross-country, cross-country skiing, and like a complete boss, sat and waited for the last person to cross the finish line before he celebrated. That level of class doesn't even seem to belong in the, in the same world as the story I just told about the uh, Bridgewater Mall. But yet it is. And it should serve as a reminder of what is the bare minimum, basic, good human sort of behavior that we could all aspire to, should all aspire to. Because we can all do better. We can all be Finnish cross-country skiers if we want. I mean, not me because I'm still 80 pounds overweight, but you get my point. time for some music, so I'm going to shut up. It's one of my favorite beginnings of a song ever in the world. Hope you dig it. On the box.